What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. Pro gravy will join in three minutes. What is happening? What did I miss? Christmas, apparently. <laughs> Christmas in February, y'all. You know they'll do anything to take away from Black History Month. February 25th, Black Christmas. Oh, shit. What the hell are you drinking? Me? Yeah, that little tiny-ass thimble. It's not a thimble. Is that moonshine? No. <laughs> it's got a screw top. <laughs> I, I definitely... He keeps it I in the river so it stays cold. I definitely did have it screw-topped to bring it upstairs. Uh... But no, it's just a, and of course I can't remember the name of it. I bought, I decided to try a different whiskey. Mm. Uh, uh, last week I did like a big haul, kind of a, all right, we kind of are out of all of our liquor for the most part. So I just went and bought a bunch of stuff, including a bottle of uh, Sonar. Yeah. Sonar. Uh, Sonar. Kind of my uh, go-to cheap whiskey is uh, uh, Dickel Rye. So I usually buy uh, Dickel. You laughing at Dickel, Chris? That's a hilarious name. Why would uh, you not laugh at that? I just uh, it's it's just funny. You're yeah. showing yourself to be very immature these last two weeks between Dickel Rye and your obsession with farts last week. Um, Dickel Rye. It wasn't a session. It's, it's just gas. It's a, it's a, I, it's an endearing side of you that uh, I have not seen in my, in my, uh, what, five, six, five years? How, we've known each other for yeah. five, years? five years? I mean, dickle's a funny ass word, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, normally it feels like the sort of thing me and Leon might laugh at, and you'd right. be like, these motherfuckers. Like, I would say, I got shit to do. Sure. I, I would love say your, a little dickle, do you? And then you'd be like, oh, this guy. I mean, it's better than Leon's impression of you. <laughs> I'm so droning. I'm Chris Williams. Droning? Why did he end mildly British? <laughs> That's that Emily influence. Know. That was oh, weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, I'd have to look it up, uh, but it's, I decided to try something from Oregon. It's called. Broken, oh, top? broken top, yeah. Broken top, broken top. They had two of them. They had two of them. I tried the rye, which pretty good. I realized uh, last week when I first tried it, I had already been drinking, so it was the first thing I drank tonight. All 
Chris is like, I haven't drank uh, since I started Noom. I haven't had alcohol in a real long time. But that's just because I've had no reason. I like to drink. I only like to drink to celebrate things. I'm weird like that. I don't really. Yeah. Me too. To I don't, I don't think I'm celebrating the that. end of the day. <laughs> what 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 is in your glass your regular non-screw top glass Liam? uh this is i did have a bombardier before i mm. joined the call mm. uh to celebrate uh end of the day good uh yeah good day good day on the team good vibrations good vibrations listen to a little uh podcast about marcus garvey mm. who's just like feeling dope yes. uh through line through line I literally listened to that today too. Mm. It was really good. I I didn't know. I was like, I know of Marcus Garvey, but not as much as even that like 45 minutes. Yeah. I've I've known and like read and listened to a lot of things about Marcus Garvey. Just super intriguing uh, guy with a dope philosophy of Pan-Africanism. Um, but really, you like him because of how he dresses. Because he's Jamaican and how he dresses. Yeah. And he dresses the way he does because he's Jamaican. It's, oh, is that, is that yeah, it? You look at him and you're like, that motherfucker must be from Jamaica. That feather <laughs> in his hat. Um, but the the analysis in Throughline um, was really on point. And I really hadn't heard the juxtaposition between Marcus Garvey and W.E.B. Du Bois. Uh, really played out over the course of a decade uh, the way that it was in um, that podcast. It's what was really nice about it is that uh, one, I, it was funny, one of their like, he, he, he one of his staunchest, uh, one of his staunchest uh, crit- critics, I was like, is it going to be WEB? Yeah, I was like, and then and I was like, oh, it is. It is. Um, but it it's a sort of thing that ten years ago, fuck, five years ago, it would have been polarizing. It wouldn't have given the two of them enough gray, kind of complicated respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're like. And with and also just like talking about colorism and like all these other things that prop and education and all these other yeah. things that have to do with them butting heads, but it it didn't play out as the way they presented it didn't play out as purely just like there's two sides pick one, in the same way that it's that based on the like you know day half a day if you're lucky. Of Black History Month, you get to cover Malcolm X Malcolm and Martin Luther King, yeah. and they act like they despised right. each other. And right, it's like exactly. you either like Malcolm or you like Martin. And it's like no, that's that's not how it works. Right. And also, even the simplest thing you can do is go watch Malcolm X, which shows you how rich and full of a life that Malcolm X had. I mean, during the school day, when you got thirty minutes a day to talk about uh, Black History. A three and a half hour movie. You're talking all of Black History Month. 
the I math think... does not check out, but uh, <laughs> it works. But but exactly. People, people like, love Ooh, well, we have music on Wednesdays, so we can't do Black History on Wednesdays. We have PE on Tuesday, so we can't do Black History on Tuesdays. But we'll alternate with art class every other week, so you get two day two units. Yeah, I'm a little bit pissed at the uh, school system Dude. and the way that they handle Black History Month. I mean, well, you're... You, should, you should be upset at the way that they handle black 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 people in history or the lack thereof. Yeah, black people in uh, current events, black people in literature, black people and people of color and their contributions to anything. It's still very white centered very Euro-centered, very male-dominant. Uh, yeah, so. There's, uh, are, you, are you too familiar with, um, excuse me, up on Mount Tabor, there used to be a statue of, yeah. I, I actually don't know who he was. I've looked at it a thousand times and yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah. it's like, it's a white dude, I don't know. And I guess he was like a old, editor or like I, a publisher or something wasn't he pointing though i think it was pointing in a direction yeah memory oh, i don't know he was he, like i don't know uh he was he the got, editor of the oregonian maybe which it's like for a while yeah uh all right interesting uh that motherfucker got tore down yep. for those of you who aren't aware this guy got tore down there's like spray paint on the side that says decolonize uh cool uh i just noticed it one day on a walk because i live right by mount Tabor, so i see it all the time i was like oh all right cool uh no sweat off my back uh and then recently someone or some people probably replaced that with a some have called it an art installation because essentially they've made it look like the the statue was always um i believe his name is york Mm -hmm. it's a bust yeah bust it's like a, a head of a black man who was a former enslaved uh member of the lewis and clark yeah uh, um expedition expedition and it's so here's like here's where i'm at i, I went and looked at it on tuesday is it actually bronze or is it like cardboard no, no it's, it's not I, I don't know what I I'm not gonna pretend to know what kind of material it is, but it's but is it like it's, it's legit. It's solid. It's legit. It's, okay. It's it's solid. If it's not solid, it is very well constructed and it looks good. Like okay. and, I actually and it'll still get fucked up. Uh, eventually. Um um, but like I I definitely was at one point just kind of looking around the back and just kind of seeing <laughs> like how it was done a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it was a pretty good job um and there's something about it that it's man there's something that's that i feel weird about it for it's uncomfortable like or weird uh somewhere in there i don't know i don't know that's the thing i don't know like and, like, and a, I, like a white person made it i i'm pretty sure a white person probably made it probably yeah that's what um, I guess too. There's something that's important about it. And there's also something that just still feels weird about it. 
And, and part of that is that like I rolled up and the first thing I did is take picture of all the people taking pictures of it um, because they're, you know, I'm not going to act like all of them aren't going to get something positive out of it, but there's, I'm sure a lot of performative IG stories happening that day. Um, and the, I don't, even like the, the plaque that was on it was true and like everything on it was like yes but what? there's just something missing about it well i was like go go ahead well, like, oh, what do you the the plaque where it like the first headline of it is um the first uh like the first knee the first black man to reach the first the african-american to like to go to the west to, to the to west of oregon yeah. or whatever the case is yep but honestly they could have left off the african-american and black because motherfucker was the first like the first non-indigenous person mm -hmm. like he landed here the same time that the whites did it's like it wasn't like, oh, white people came. They were the first, or the not the first people, but the first, <laughs> the first not first people. And then <laughs> the, the, first, the first not first people is uh, fucking perfect. And then York came like a couple days later, like, oh shit, I knew I was supposed to like hop in the carriage. Um, oh, that's not they, the way see, it worked. The only reason why they made it across through the motherfucker is because of york because uh, he yeah. was like he was That's... intriguing and made friends with the indigenous people along the way this, that's that's what it was. And so here, I'm going to read it and then we can talk a little bit more because I took a picture of it. So the first african american to cross north america and reach the pacific coast born into slavery in the 1770s to the family of William Clark, York became a member of the 1804 Lewis and Clark expedition. Though York was an enslaved laborer, he performed all the duties of, the full, of a full member of the expedition. He was a skilled hunter, negotiated trade with Native American communities intended to the sick. Upon his return, East to the core uh, core of discovery, York asked for his freedom. Clark refused this request. So here's so like, yeah, this is factually, quote unquote, factually correct. Mm -hmm. But like, okay, though York was an enslaved laborer, he performed all the duties of a full member of the expedition. <laughs> what they're as saying is as an enslaved laborer he performed as someone who has had his humanity stolen he still was the most fucking impressive person on this and this expedition wouldn't have worked without his right. fucking everything because as you're saying like, he, he, uh, he was skilled negotiating negotiator of trade with Native American communities. As in, they won't talk to those white motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Well, they know what the white people will do. And like, they probably also know what they'll do to him. Mm, Y'all are fucked up, but you, damn, you sexy. Okay. I well, mean, hey. I mean, he was also he was also giving people robots. Awesome. 
fix it. Well, yeah. yeah he just had one jog tussing that he brought at the beginning. He made it work the whole Every, trip. Oh, yeah. Every time they pass by a river, <sighs> just filled it up. But it's me, me being me, I concentrate on the last part. Even with all of that, Clark nah. is still a fucking asshole to someone who saved his fucking life. Mm-hmm. And there you have the rub of black people in this country. You exist because of me. Yep. And you cannot, you cannot in yourself be a human. You cannot see that connection. You cannot see the humanity of another person. That's how fucked up you are. That's how fucked up you are. You see what I'm saying? That's so fucking insane that you would deny. Well, one, it's insane that you have slaves. Let's back it up. Yes. It's insane that you would like wipe out an, an, a whole indigenous folk. Like there's so many things that are insane. But man, I tell you what, when I connect with somebody, even somebody that I can't stand, there's just that moment where you're like, oh, fuck. Like maybe you're not as big as a fuck face as I thought you were, right? And I hold that. I keep that. So I can't imagine having someone save my life. Multiple times. Multiple times. Or just be such an asset. And then when it's all said and done, when it's all over, I just revert right back to my fucked up mentality. You know? Ownership or whatever the fuck it is. There's something missing in those people. You know what's crazy? wrong in those people. What's crazy is that York... And I, I, I'm talking for him right now, but like he could have easily somewhere along the like Bounce. 2,000 miles just been like, and just like pieced out, bounced. That would have been C Dubs, right? There. On the way back, he could have easily been like, yo, my dude, who you remember me from when we came through like four months ago? How about you give me a little place right here? Like he could have bounced, but he believed in his heart of hearts that this white man who he was helping out was gonna maybe now see him as a human because of the work that he did and so he requests to be freed and then at the end at the end not even like hey man maybe if we finish this up we like at the end he was like hey hey come on i've been doing this 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 and this it's been two years since I got a raise and I'm doing the work of like two positions above me. I was just wondering if maybe I could get a little, little promotion, a little freedom. And Clark's like, mm. he said, the experience was your pay. <laughs> and it, but that repeats itself throughout our history. GI yep. Bill, GI Bill, right? You, oh. Oh my, can you imagine laying your life down, risking it? And then being told that, like, eh, you still don't qualify for this thing that everybody else who doesn't look like you is getting. Deal with it. Deal with it. Uh, so, uh, New Deal, Social Security, all that stuff, when it initially kicked off, uh, they found ways to exclude Blacks. Yep. 
Um, just another way that Black people have not had any time to build to equity wealth. and accumulate wealth. Uh, <laughs> then later, it was redlining and housing discrimination. Yeah. Actually, I mean, later. I mean, it started around then and then kept going. And it's still going now. Uh, I just read today that uh, yep. they're basically like, oh, yeah, you, we can't raise the minimum wage uh, with whatever deals happening uh, with the, I, uh, I can't think of the name of it, budget reconciliation. Yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, does it affect more than Black people? Of course. Uh, it's how it's crushing the whole lower and middle lower part of this country uh, because the minimum wage I believe I saw should be about $24 an hour if it, it had kept up with if it kept up with growth and inflation mm-hmm. uh, and it's basically like yeah 15 that's going to destroy communities right that's that's what's destroying communities and businesses yeah. not, there was a <laughs> not the people up, not the people up top you can't see my hand is going really high uh but it is you don't even have to put it up that high it's just like you really don't just it's, one one yeah. little level up there's this thing that was like hey this raising the minimum wage or agreeing to raise the minimum wage now isn't for today because the way that it would be implemented is in stage rollouts yeah. the way that it for like 2025 so I think. it's in 2025 <laughs> think the uh minimum that somebody should be making an hour is and people are still like yeah got any grapes uh, Here, here's the thing but uh a J- mcdonald's is a job for kids right that's you know that's what i've been hearing since college uh the mcdonald's is, like that's a kid's job like you should get a real job whatever that is uh even though their parents very well probably were a janitor who could afford a five bedroom home, uh, go on vacations at least once a year and uh, put their kids all through college. Yep. So fuck off. Um, I don't know. That's uh, what's all of all. So all of this stuff that and the Garvey thing, um, like for those of you who aren't aware, one, you should go listen to that through line podcast on Marcus Garvey. It's really good. I'm saying it I know Chris is like, yeah, I'm saying to the people out, uh, our tens of listeners, uh, as Chris likes to say, um, it's really good. Um, One of the biggest things that he is known for, though probably in out of proportion with all of what he's done, is the Back to Africa movement. Yeah. And so that just kind of had me thinking about all the times I've had people say things to the effect of, if you don't like it here, why don't you leave? Yeah. I'm sure the two of you have heard that. No. Yeah? No? Maybe? You've never heard yeah. it? Chris? Yeah, never, yeah, Chris? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm right? joking. Yeah, I know you're joking. I'm just, uh, <laughs> uh, and it's like, do, does the average white person, and most likely the person who says that to you, realize what would happen to this country if all of the black and brown people left? Hmm. like who do you think's next if anything it reverts and it starts going back through the immigrant white communities um the ones that were originally shit on and then are fucked yep um 
and it's just like yo this place would not exist at all it barely exists now it would just be gangs in new york like across the whole country but like not entertaining just the parts where it's like oh they like gross and dirty yeah <laughs> <laughs> like ooh. Ew, butcher's gross as fuck. <sighs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's the other, the other, fuck, I've been, I talked about this with my therapist. <laughs> I had to find like an outlet <laughs> for like all of the shit that I like. Just like, my. so my thing is I can't not be in the know on things like knowledge is power like i need to know what's going on uh you know uh but at the same time most of that shit makes me feel miserable Mm. (laughs) um and also i i have my i question a lot of uh my i don't know if it's buy-in but just kind of like uh being part of a greater capitalist system but also, like, it's hard to push against, and I've got responsibilities now. Anyways, it's very complicated. It's very, it's a very dense hour conversation that we have. Um, yeah. But uh, I was, um, I think I even threw it to y'all, like this uh, podcast I listened to earlier in the week that was talking about how racism is detrimental to white people as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah and it's like uh, you know we know that and I think a lot of people kind of generally know it but they probably don't know the full extent of like how many things just kind of have been pulled away from a bigger mass of black of uh, excuse me a bigger mass of white people and the community and the the way that this uh, podcast started it was I think it was probably vox conversation no it was um ezra klein show uh new york times podcast the cost all americans pay for racism um and where this kicked off uh and i'm actually interested uh they're talking to heather mcgee uh she wrote the book the sum of us what racism costs everyone and how we can prosper together Mm-hmm. Uh, black woman, Have, are you familiar with her, Chris? Or are you just? I've heard, I know I've heard of her. You've heard she of her. Popped up in educational things. Uh, it was good. I'm, I I want to look more into her, but um, I listened the, to half of it. Okay, the the first thing they kicked off with was talking about community pools and just like how prevalent community pools used to be, up until the point that they gave essentially, quote unquote, equal rights to people of color. And then they didn't want black people in those pools so much that they would fucking cover them up. They would like plant like a fucking just grass over it or they just put concrete in it and they would just shut them down. And it's like they they talk about kind of the upkick in personal pools and stuff like that's only some people who can do that. Like the general community is losing out on a taxpayer provided community pool for people to enjoy and connect. And it's like, because, just because they didn't want black people touching it. Yep. Like, and that's, 
you can apply that to so much stuff. Uh, I mean, the, 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 another, uh, if you're looking for podcasts, this is a good, a good, uh, podcast recommendation week. That one's very good. Uh, but just like so much shit like that, that it's just like at, at a certain level, the people in power, AKA the people with money are able to pull back and say, yeah, well, they, they don't get that. And they can afford to figure out a new way to have that. But then people on lower rungs support it and they get fucking left out. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. Again, it's it's crazy because it's a thing that I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about is that like the three of us, we all know more about black history and like all, and things that affect us but we don't like know like we went in the same education system as y'all <laughs> so like a lot of times we're learning shit too and it's like I know these things to be kind of true but I don't always know the full extent until kind of recently uh, last 5, 10, 15 years um, or yesterday you know just like I was like, oh yeah, I knew that was really bad. Oh wait, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wait, what? Hold on. Uh, because they don't so teach much, anyone anything. And there's so much more that you that we don't yep. know. That we don't. Yep. Because like never really be able to cover because it's and it's yep. like a lot of it is lost, whatever. A lot of it is just like buried in history. A lot of it is there, but it's like so you got it's already been washed text in order to get to it or it's been whitewashed and the message is different whatever it is and also like we have been so separated from our root as african people that the message has gotten it's a game of telephone and it's different all over the world and everybody's experiences is different and they're viewing themselves as different pockets, which is where this like pan-Africanism comes in of like, yo, we're all from this same area. We are all one people. And if we can unite globally as one people, we got a chance. And I, if you think about like, Growing up, there was a lot of my Jewish friends, they would go to Hebrew school or they would go and learn about Jewish history, Jewish traditions, Hebrew language, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of my Asian friends would go to whether it was Chinese school or Japanese school or whatever. And like once a week, they were learning about their culture and their community separate from the larger work the larger environment in which they live the the colonist environment in which they live most places don't have that for black people or the african diaspora like you saw it in represented in the um uh, small acts in one of the episode one of the episodes of that anthology you see it in the like Black Panthers and sort of the schooling that they had and provided for 
uh, the youth in the community. But in general, it's not there. And the children, black children are not learning their story in school. They are learning the impression that white communities want to give of black people in school. So like you said, you can be Martin or you can be Malcolm or you can be a member of the like the steel workers union and like, <laughs> you show pictures of black people working and you show Martin and Malcolm in suits. Like that's the education about black history that children get, but there's so much more. And so I have 39, 38, some odd year. I don't know how old yeah, I am. You do not know how old you are. I don't know 38, how old. 38, 38. I got 38 no. years of miseducation or being not having access to it. And so what I've gotten in the last five years is like, that's just scratching the surface because the people who I'm learning from are just scratching the surface. And the people who they learn from are just scratching the surface because we've only been able to learn really and access the information for the last 50 years or so here in America. So what don't we know? A lot. A lot. But everything you're talking about is purely intentional and the machine of the United States and geared towards specifically for Black people where don't you ever wonder why? Uh, let me speak for myself. Why in my younger years, if I see another Black person, I, I got a weird feeling? That just that just came over me if I'm in a sea of white and there's another just black person I almost felt like I did something wrong <laughs> like like there was an unease mm -hmm. about that that's an insane response to have because you're surrounded by white folk it's like everyone makes a joke oh you can't have more than one black person on a sitcom or in a movie or it becomes that mm-hmm because people are scared of just the strength of black people. You got a bunch of black kids talking in a school and all of a sudden everyone's wondering what the fuck is going on. What's yeah, they're going congregating. On? They're doing exactly what uh, those fucking white kids are doing over there. It just doesn't sit right with you when you see black people congregating, right? So you think that we're gonna get taught true history? One, because True history does not make white people in the United States look good. They don't look good. And, and why would you, just think about it like this. Why would you tell a story where you're the fucking villain? Why would anybody do that? I'm just keeping it real. Why would that be the message? So, oh, okay, we're going to tweak a bunch of shit. We're going to talk about it, but it's going to be so roundabout. It's going to be so roundabout. And then you feed it and you feed it. And before you know it, I'm in a room. I see another black dude. And there's just, there's an excitement of like, oh shit. But then there's also this like, oh, I guess I can't 
go over there and introduce myself because that would be weird. I guess that would be weird, right? Maybe I'll make him uncomfortable too. And then we'll both be uncomfortable. So like you're in this white space and you're clearly avoiding each other. Like what the fuck? And some people even get worse. Some people get mad at you. Like, yo, bro. Yo, bro. Fuck that dude. Like, whoa, what's happening? What's happening? Are we... We're, we've all been poisoned, yo. We've all been poisoned. Shit. And it's supported by white space. You know what I mean? It's just supported. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And yeah, Leon, we don't have spaces that we can go to to learn about like our Africanness, our heritage, the way that others do. And it happens in a school as like a, a community partner will come in and they're like, okay, we got this thing. It's for it's a, it's a program for black boys. It's 45 minutes, uh, which turns into 20 minutes because it took you 20 minutes to get your lunch, right? They it do it over lunch, lunch, huh? It takes you another five to settle down. And it's just like, what are we doing? So yeah, you know, real talk, real talk. It's all real fucked up. And it just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. No, they and do having it over lunch. That yeah, is, of course you're doing it over lunch. That's the only time you can do it, Leon. We, <laughs> you got math, you got English, you got history, <laughs> you got science. You can only have lunch. Oh. And I know that you would rather be outside because you're a child. And of course you would rather be out outside. But I need you to sacrifice for this, young blood. Yeah. This is important, young blood. You gotta, I know, what? Oh, I know you're 12, but look, <laughs> I need to treat you more like an adult right now. Oh, and I know that your friend is outside blowing off steam, and when they come back, they're going to be able to refocus, but you, you're going to have another class, and then you're going to go back to class Man. without your break. And you're going to be angry because your mind is open. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. When we- Hold up. What? When we, what? <laughs> when the three of us walk into a coffee shop that has mostly white people in it, you feel you feel the stares, and it's also uncomfortable for folks. I think you remember when we went to Cova uh, in Southeast, of, of course, and we, we were sitting at that table, <laughs> of course, and people want to get in the mix. Like, oh, what are you I, guys doing here? Is I, this I'm aware of other people of color in the space if we're in the space a white space because i want to kind of just be like like you know homegirl um page yeah yep right she just boom it's like that's what i want i want it to be a magnet not repelled i don't want people to be repelled by seeing other people that look like them or share a culture or history or just aren't white I want to be a magnet. Like, yes, breathe, breathe. Come on, shit. What's your name? Cool. Yeah, I seen you. Of course, I seen you. Don't know your name, but this is Portland, of course. Like, I yeah, saw we, you at Seven Eleven. We all got a mental rolodex of the black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know people that kind of walk into a place and they don't know. They they're like, oh, oh I don't know. And it's like, oh, I know where all the black people are. I know where the exits are. Uh, I, like, I know all this shit. There are so uh, many times where I was like, <laughs> people are like, 
we're at a party or at a bar or something and I go up and start talking to somebody. And then somebody's like, how do you know that person? I'm like, oh, they go to Timbers games. I was like, oh, do you sit with them? <laughs> no, I just see them <laughs> the way that they're the like other black person in the Timbers army. And so now that we are like in a space that's not 14,000 people, I'm gonna say, what's up? And we're, yeah. Is it gonna be a lifelong friendship and like, oh, we're connected forever? No, it's not. But I got, I see you and I have that moment where we get to just be us. And I don't care if I'm excluding other people or I'm not inviting other people into the conversation but this is me time. This is my black space inside of your white space. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. That's why I'm like, yeah, that's why all the black kids are sitting at the same lunch table, dummy. So they can breathe. Yep. Uh, yeah. So don't be like, how do we get all these kids to sit? Fucking shut the fuck up. Let them breathe. My God. And plus, there'll always be at least one white white kid at that table, anyways. Oh yeah, and he'll have a chain on. <laughs> <laughs> He's got black a shirt, black shirt, chain. Yep, cross color sweatsuit, <laughs> oversized yeah. white t shirt. Yo, rocking that <laughs> Fubu. Anisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl and I. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a. It feels like a good spot. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, another white space that uh, is that is that we love because they are working. They are trying to put their. They're trying to walk the walk, not just white talk space. the talk. White spaces. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's the thing: improv comedy, white and male and straight as fuck. Uh, but there are places that are working hard as fuck to change that i came from i came from one that started doing hella work uh uh right around when i left i don't know if that's a thing um but uh john uh who has been on uh who was a guest on our show before john uh gabritasios uh huge theater out in minneapolis they're doing shit in out in toronto coca galore uh bad dog theater uh huge theater but i said huge theater i mean uh kicks and comedy here in portland they're they're doing the work uh they're working portland white as fuck so it's an uphill battle but we're uh, they're doing it and uh we appreciate that and they've always been supporters of broke gravy first place we ever performed mm-hmm. uh oh, we yeah. Liked, yeah first place we ever did a show uh and they when, didn't try to own us no, they did not. Mm. They did not uh, go for that exclusivity. Exclusivity. Yeah. Uh, you know, because Kicks and Comedy. Comedy presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Kicks and Comedy. Uh, solid place. Uh, nonprofit theater here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, committed to helping people connect, laugh thrive big on community unique voices uh 
They offer classes in improv, sketch, stand-up, script writing. Uh, they are about to start a level two BIPOC only class, uh, free, free for uh, Black Indigenous people of color. Uh, so you should head on over to kickstandcomedy.org. And even if you can't do it right now, get on that mailing list, uh, fill out a scholarship application. They'll, they'll come around to you. I've, I've seen those applications. Uh, they keep them for a while. They, wanna, they, they, want, they want new voices. They want good voices. Uh, so do your thing. I don't know. Uh, but also they do shows. They do this. This the, this airs on their Twitch channel. Twitch. If uh, if you're like, I wonder what they look like, uh, and you're not my mother, who is one, is one of the few people that I know watches us. She oh. she, she perf she prefer she pref- my mom. Uh, here let's uh, uh, kickstandcomedy.org kickstandcomedy.org Chris, Eric, and Leon, aka Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. They've got thoughts. Uh, my my mom my mom specifically prefers to watch uh, us than to listen. And the the like example she gave was like two weeks ago with the knee 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 I still knee Oh yeah. No, they're Star all Wars, all of this. All of the pronunciations are wrong. It's like fucking a wild pronunciation, and I just kind of gave up on it. But she specifically was like, if I was listening, I wouldn't have seen you flash that picture so often, and I wouldn't have seen Leon's face when he was like, "That's who you think I look like." <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom, Gigi. Uh, anyways, yeah. Hey, shout out to my mom, Sarah Golden. Got that double vaccine action going. Wait, she got oh, four nice. shots. She got four. <laughs> she got she Pfizer and Moderna, and she's in line for J and J. She's like, "This is my reparations, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> No, she got a two shots. She's she do okay. No side effects. Nothing. I, you know, the thing that I was talking to her and she was like, "I'm happy to be able to walk in the park without wearing a mask." And I was, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then she was like, "I still carry my mask in case somebody's coming towards me, but in general." I get to walk outside without wearing a mask. Is she still in Florida? She's still in Florida. That sounds yeah. about right. And she should still wear a mask. Yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Wait, you're a black woman in Florida? You need to wear a mask. I'm just full face cover. White face. White face. <laughs> um, but it wasn't like... I don't think I realize my mom's age, like truly realized it until she said that statement, like that she's wearing a mask outside, right? Because my mom's, 
Well, if I'm 38, she's 80. Oh, she's old. I thought I realized. Oh, like the thing is, is that once again, <laughs> black don't crack. Like we carry ourselves well. Like I, it when I see her and I see like her actions and the way she carries herself, I don't see her as an old person or an older person. Technically elderly. But like she is, she's up there. Why are you laughing, Eric? Because <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't see her as an older person. He was like, she's technically elder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with. I'm uh, I'm I, going with what is where we going. Yeah. I believe the term you're looking for is geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> now that that hits in <laughs> Your mom's ten years older than my parents. My mom's ten years older than your parents. Mm-hmm. And then my dad is older than mine. My mom, yeah, or was older than my mom. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. My mom was uh, forty-two when I was birthed. God damn, that's a yeah. To do and to do that thirty-eight years ago is I know wild. And even now, like, if a woman's over thirty, like over mid thirties. Doctors are like, well, there's severe complications and risks, and so you're a geriatric pregnancy, and blah 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 blah. Yo, I'm like, come on now, of all the advances in medical science, you can't like. You don't got a better name. This. (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm happy about my mom. I'm happy that she's. Like out feeling a little bit more freedom, getting to exercise, getting her do, getting to do her thing. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting down there. She hasn't seen Lennox. Like, COVID. Yep. Lennox was born 18 months ago and with Oregon winters and Caribbean blood, she wasn't about to come up here during the. <laughs> During fall winter, so he already has a mustache. He does. He does. Actually, he does. Like if you if he turns the right way, you can see a little peach fuzz <laughs> up on his upper lip. This motherfucker is gonna be stealing my lunch money. Ooh, getting pretty late for Mister <laughs> Williams. Well, we started late, so. I'm yeah, because of who? I'm gonna have to walk my dog later than I normally do. Oh man, the whole thing. You're staying up tonight to watch uh, Wandavision anyway, so chill out. Oh, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Oh, it. he can wait. Okay. He's spoiler free. Yeah, I don't fuck with spoilers. I mean, we don't fuck with spoilers, but that's not what it's about. It's, it's so about bad. avoiding them. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't fuck with spoilers. Yeah, I mean, one of your kids gonna walk up to you and be like, "Yo, these kids are watching Wandavision." They don't. They're not. Uh, they're watching fucking anime. That's making a big comeback. I don't know if it's I'm a not, comeback. I don't know if it ever went anywhere. These yeah. Well, I think it just. Stays. I think you're aware of it now. <laughs> I think it stays at like an age, because like I remember in middle school, like Sailor Moon was was the shit like and it was and then there was pokemon a little bit after that and so 
I think it like stays at that age level, but I've seen anime all over Netflix. All over. Anime. Anime. Get over here. Still doesn't anime. That's gonna, you know, two twins. Two twins? What? Anna and May. Oof. Oh god. Well. Uh, were you two gonna do your uh, dad joke off? Is that happening today? It's the dad joke off. All right. So why don't I just be the judge, and I'll just straight up tell you who wins. Is that it? Is that, are those the rules? Uh, no, I want to give you guys. Well, okay, we'll make it quick because then I want to get to questions. Actually, let's do let's do best out of five. <laughs> uh and the category no 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 category it's just open so just open like open? i mean can't get like a, a a topic or something. oh you want a topic i feel yeah, like I that would make it harder okay no uh, i feel like just like out of the air i can't okay well uh, here's the thing that i want to caveat is that uh None, we're not writing shit down right now. This isn't reading. Not, I don't have a catalog of dad jokes that I'm just like, oh, let me check. Volume three. How's this one land? No, I want, we're an improv group. Allegedly. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while, so it feels kind of like. It's been a long time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what is improv? It's been 12 months since you looked at me. Okay. So I'll give you a topic um, and it's straight up. It's going to be heartless. I'm literally just going to be like, I'm not going to give an explanation. I'm going to be like, you won that one. And then we'll move on. Wow. Okay. This isn't going to be like, well, I'm, I'm going to give it to you because I'm just going to tell you. Sound good? I mean, sure. Dad, <laughs> sure. Child. Doesn't. Wow. Topic number one, church. Church? Church. church. <laughs> um, why do your pants smell bad after you go to church? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> That's great. Jesus. I mean, oh, shit. Okay, why? Because you sat in a pew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you not know the answer to that, Chris? That shit is so stupid. Okay, Eric, you got you got one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pew is honestly all I had. Um, uh, shit. There's gonna be so much dead air in this episode. You're gonna have to edit the fuck out of this one. Oh my god. Uh. Well, y'all can just make shit up. So, <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> can I just jump in with one for him? Yeah, please. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's an oldie but a goodie. How do you make holy water? Oh, you fucking took that from the video that you yeah. just sent. Come on now. Jesus. How do you make holy water? Yeah. You boil the hell out of it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I think we know who won that round. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I have a church one. 
Uh, round number two. Sure. Pets. Where do cats stay on vacation? Where? The Meowriot. Um, can I do one? Yeah. Yeah. Where do dogs stay on vacation? Where? The Red Roof Inn. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Now you got me involved in that stupid shit. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Eric. Go ahead. Don't act like you're above it. Don't act like you're above it. Uh, what's a... Uh, oh. Ooh. Man. That, that seemed to get dark in your brain. It got weird in my head. I was like, I can't tell. None of those are... They're, no, they're not... It like wasn't even a joke, I don't think. It just was dirty really quickly. Okay. Um Oh man, I'm struggling. <laughs> I feel like I'm, you're giving me too big of topics. I'm out of. I'm out of. I'm out of shape. Oh, okay, shit. Well, Leon's up two zero, which means this next one you gotta come through. Okay, okay. let me keep it. Let me think. Okay, I got it. Uh, kids. 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 K I D S. But children. 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 Youth. Kids. Baby goats. <laughs> Where did the yuppie family send their toddler for boarding school? Camp Walkie Talkie. Oh, wow, was that? Yeah. Culturally insensitive <laughs> toddler joke. Really? Walkie is Walkie Talkie a bad term? I mean, no, but it's based it, on the idea of a camp like being named camp after names, a tribe. Camp names are usually like. Oh. Oh shit! Stereotypical. <laughs> I didn't even take that angle. You just I were like, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even take the angle of it being uh, of Camp a yeah. pack and play. <laughs> That's literally how I was taking it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Walking. Kids, babies, youth, anything. Is Leon just gonna straight up? Uh, so a, a baby walks into a bar. Bartender says, uh, "What can I? What can I get you to drink?" And the baby just says, "Hey." 
How about I just get a little nip? Okay. It was pretty. It was, okay. I, I needed to add more to it, but that's where we ended up. Can I just get a little nip? Yeah, I don't care if you like it. That's not what dad jokes are about. It's not about liking. I don't need to win. I just need to get going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, this is good. This is a good first try, everyone. I like it. Uh, broke gravy dad jokes. Broke gravy dad jokes. Can you let can you let the dog outside? Emily, can you let the dog outside? Can you let the dog outside? Headphones on. Um, cool. Okay. Do you have any questions? I just want you to declare me as the winner before we go. I'm sorry. Uh, in this first time ever trying these dad jokes, I mean, but we knew this was going to happen. Leon is champion of the dad jokes. Yep. That's the response I would expect to. This is all of this you're doing is lost on a podcast audience. I was going to say, nobody, nobody, it's just silence. Okay, I felt like we got a lot of questions this week. Am I wrong? Because I kind of saw them in in the emails. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Let's do one quick one and then one deeper one. Quick one from Dave's Basement 2. I'm curious who got Dave's Basement 1 and what they're doing with that account. Uh, You're not dialed into the culture. Dave's Basement 2. What is the best gravy? What is the best gravy? I think back when I was when I would have gravy, I would like a good mushroom gravy. You don't have gravy anymore? Uh, I haven't had gravy in a real long time. And I don't eat beef anymore. I think uh, for me, you don't need beef. But like a good little red eye gravy. So make some sausage. Like and let the fat render out of the sausage and then add some coffee with that flour and coffee and make a red eye gravy. Mm. Mm. Every, everything Leon says now, I have to respect it more because he's had the training. <laughs> but, but it also goes like he's had the training and his favorite ice cream is vanilla. It's vanilla. Mm. Yeah. Um, how much coffee, how much coffee do you put in a red eye gravy? Uh, like a true red eye gravy. It's all the liquid is coffee. Oh, wow. So it's like, you got your grease left over from your sausage, toss some flour in there, make a little roux. And then you just use like day old coffee and oh shit, put that on that. Interesting. I've had... I've only had red eye gravy once and I remember being like, this is good. And like, not really like I went to, it was in Asheville. We went to this place. I think it was called like biscuit head or something. And they had like, we got me and Kelsey got a gravy flight 
Oh God. Yeah. Uh, it was like uh, like four different types of gravies or something like that. It comes like they shot of Pepto at the uh, end. Yeah, it should have. The uh, this place is pretty dope. It had like uh, they also it's like we got that, and then they also had like a jam and jelly bar, like help yourself. Okay. So I mean, they had like like with free biscuits. Uh, like you got biscuits, and then you could go and get like all of the jellies and jams you wanted. They had like twenty different types of jams and jellies. Like shit, okay. She was wild, you know. Get hooking, getting hooked up with like some sort of like blueberry jalapeno jam or something. But place it was pretty good. It was a good place. Uh, but I've only been a gravy eater for I don't know, maybe the last ten years. Them taters. <laughs> Eat them taters. Eat them taters. Wow. Um. What's a what is a potato's favorite basketball player? Oh shit, we're going back to it. Uh, Spud, Spud McKenzie. Oh, Spud did you say Webb. Spud McKenzie? I did. I meant to say Spud, Spud Webb. I went to say Spud Webb. Come on, come on, get out of here. Been sponsored by Budweiser. Uh, but I'm gonna say uh, the couple times I've made gravy, the last one, just a good sausage gravy. Yeah. yeah, which the reason that he, you know Chris is like I don't eat gravy, I don't eat beef anymore is like okay. Do you not eat pork too? Uh, I don't fuck with pork that much, but it's not because that much, or you just never been a big pork guy. Um. Oh, I used to tear up the bacon in high school. That was like my jam. But what happened? Not so much. You converted to the Nation of Islam. I did not convert, but um, Shanklin X. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Chicken and fish is great. Oh yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. And honestly, you know, Vat had to go away too. I I'd figure it out. I'd figure it all out. Do you uh do you fuck with uh like Impossible and Beyond? I've had beyond um i made a little like pasta thing with that and it was it was, it was fun it's fine i don't like tofu and that shit um so I don't <laughs> with that. but um there's a consistency that wasn't amazing but yeah i would with get tofu it. or with beyond i uh, would beyond um, I've, I've, I, I've i've had impossible I've not done anything other than just like a burger, or I should say, with like their grout, their imitation beef or whatever they call it. Um, I've just had burgers, like on a grill. I'd say both of them are pretty good. Beyond and uh, I think I like oh. Impossible better, but I think both of their just like as like a burger are pretty good. Uh-huh. Mainly on a grill. I've tried on a skillet and. It didn't really work. You just need that char. The char, I think, was a big thing, and like, I think they work best as kind of like a, like a thin, like a thin burger, Mm. like where you're not expecting it to be like medium or yeah. I don't really fuck with burgers though. Haven't in a long time. 
But I, I do like chicken sandwich. I love I love burgers, but I don't eat them that often. So, like, I, we don't really we've we've kind of we're not like not eating beef anymore, but we just kind of don't really. It's it's sort of thing where it's like, oh, it'll be like a treat every once in a while. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I can I can taste myself going back to expatriate once like indoor dining feels better and getting the little American American cheese sliders that they got. Fucking hate American cheese. I've never liked cheese on a burger. Soft bun American cheese, little griddle patty. Get the chili on the side. And mm, mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So was that the deep question? That was the uh, gravy question. That was the quick one. That was the quick one. There's also another question I just realized, which is from your best American girl. Um, dope name. Dope name. Uh, what's your favorite kind of gravy? So. Okay. I think she just changed her handle. If I'm remembering. Yeah. Okay. She did. I, it's like, is she ever coming back? Uh, I hope like. so, but. I hope so too, but also at the same time, why? Yeah, true that. Anyways, all right. Now for the for the money round, what was your favorite television show growing up? Post PBS slash cartoons, preteen, or how about a book from that range? We are doing well, uh, JG. So thanks for listening. Post pre what preteen? Yeah, so like preteen, teenager, your favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, uh, say it again. What what period of time am I referring to? Post PBS slash cartoons. Got it. Preteen? Question mark. I mean, Simpsons. Really? That's like the simple answer. Like when I was. 10 to 16 I could get home from school and watch two hours of the Simpsons Wow! between like two to three channels it was on that much um and it was just like fucking wild it was like it was smart it was dumb it was goofy it like had like visual jokes it yeah fucking simpsons was my shit mm. i'm trying to think that's kind of weird this would be late 80s you know i used to watch night court a lot <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Night Court like a motherfucker, which is just weird thinking about that now. Like, Night Court? But yeah. Um, you guys watch, you know what I'm talking about when I say Night Court? Yeah, yeah. I, John Larroquette, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm missing someone. Bull. Bull. <laughs> yeah, Bull. I used to watch a lot of dramas. So like I was oh, were you watching, like a thirty something guy. <laughs> yo, I was watching. I was watching thirty something. 
I would watch the the original Equalizer. I would watch like gritty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what was I doing? But then I would watch still like a different world and stuff like that. But I was really watching dramas. Where you come from? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is now. Everyone needs a little Sinbad in their life. That's all. Mm. Well, yeah. That's Sinbad. all that is. That's all that is. Sinbad. 21 Jump Street. <clears throat> I was watching that shit. Yeah. You know, there was like a, a, a block that was on television. I guess it would mostly during the summer is when I would watch it, but it would start off with like uh, the Jeffersons and then what's happening would come on and 227 and like they would just play back to back to back and then it would get into Cosby show rerun followed by a different world. And then you would get into Martin and the Fresh. Oh, I used to watch Martin like crazy. Yeah. And it was just like this perfect little like five hours of black television that would happen. And man, I would I'd be glued to the TV with it. Uh, uh, question for you: Why? Didn't Richard Grieco like watching reruns of uh, 21 Jump Street? The Grieco? Richard Grieco. Why? why, why, uh, I'm I'm asking for real. This isn't a dad joke? It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. (laughs) Why did Richard Grieco not like watching reruns of 21 Jump Street? Why? They were too in depth. All right, what's good? <laughs> Y'all watch New York Undercover? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to watch LA Law. Yo. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? (laughs) But you know, LA Law had Blair Underwood, right? And that was at a time where it was like people were real uncomfortable with how attractive they were to Blair Underwood. You know, they're like, why am I so attracted to this black man? Why am I sliding out my seat? And Blair Underwood, honestly, that dude, he's kept up, man. He looks pretty much the same, just gray. So, shout out to Blair. Yeah, good question. Good question. A lot of people uh, thinking about being Overwood. Uh, oh, so a couple updates. I think I, I might have already said this. I can't remember. I got taken to task for my love of pizzas and cottage cheese by a yeah. lot of people. They were like, "You're disgusting." Mm-hmm. Um, these are these are my friends. I haven't heard from Larkin, but I don't know. I'm still holding out that she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't find it that disgusting still, but 
You know, have you looked at it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've eaten it. What are you talking about? I looked at it. <sighs> yeah, it's delicious. Also, looks like spider uh, eggs. My brother hit me up and he told me that Jersey Giants of my youth. Oh is, no, is no longer good. They changed the bread. He said they're whack. So I was like, "Fuck." Oh, this is interesting because uh, this is a. Uh, I thought I was gonna have to give it to you because uh, I found out that the family Publix, who own the Publix supermarket, which makes the Publix sub, uh, the Italian grinder, is. Um, privately owned family owned company and they donated uh, uh, yeah. of course a they shit ton of money to oh. not only like the Republican party, but also specifically to the like January 6th. Like, wow. Oh shit. Were they eating Italian grinders before they ran into the fucking Capitol? No, they yeah. would have been they just like not, shipped them out shipped out if they did that. They were promised if they got into the capital that they would get a free coupon for an Italian sub. And that's if why they, they, if they smeared their shit on the wall that nobody talks about them doing. It's disgusting. Like yeah. Fucking you don't disgusting. hear that though, do you? Uh, yeah, so we, Publix is out. Okay, well, that no. sucks no. for both of us. Well. And lastly, um, I told the goat I would bring it up. The goat. <laughs> fucking legend uh it's a three hour time difference but if you all want to talk to the goat for five minutes not tonight obviously i said i'd give him five but i also told him the moment he steps out of line i will destroy him and i'm not his uncle i will fucking take him down and yes i'm talking about an 11 year old boy if he gets out of hand and is disrespectful to me i don't care about you too but if he's disrespectful to me I'm gonna shut that shit down so quick. It's up to you two, though. I don't give a fuck. All right, next week. He also said I couldn't swear. <laughs> He's on, which made me laugh because I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess." Yeah. What do you call it when you murder your nephew on a podcast? <laughs> uh, what? Pod- Shanklin. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Wait, what did you say, Eric? Shanklin. Oh. Just getting a little Shanklin in, you know? I, did, uh, I, I think I just didn't need the competition aspect of it. I just, yeah. I just wanted to. I know, because you're just rifling these things off all of a sudden. It's been a long time. Back when I was doing short form all the time, this was literally like what? More, th- uh, more than in Portland. We didn't really fuck with. Uh, like 185 and stuff in Portland. But back in Minneapolis, like with my group, uh, my old group, Meat and Cheese, yo. (laughs) Meat and Cheese. We just (laughs) fucking went off on like uh, line structure games. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been my thing. I bet you could be good at it if you wanted to, but that doesn't surprise me at all either. I used to hate. What is it called? You just said the name. One eighty five. One eighty five. Man. Yeah. For those of you who don't know the lingo, uh, who aren't on the inside, one eighty five is a game where the audience gives a suggestion of a word, uh, such as a occupation or, uh, and 
the cast members have to come up with jokes that uh, basically go 185 blank walk into a bar and then continue it on with some kind of a punchline. 185 doctors walk into a bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve doctors here. The 185 doctors say we were just looking for a shot. That's a pretty, yeah. a pretty standard one because doctor doctor always comes up uh teacher always comes up nurse always comes up penguin penguin as an occupation was that what you wanted to be growing up you saw Wait, uh say, you saw say that word again penguin one more time please penguin how, how do you say the black and white bird I actually think Eric is saying it correctly, and I don't think I am. Do you say penguin? I say, I say penguin. Just say it. So say who, Danny DeVito plays the villain what in Batman? The penguin. The penguin. I Sounds, I don't, saying, I don't. I feel like I you're saying penguin. As opposed penguin. to what? Penguin. Penguin? I think I'm saying penguin. I call them penguins. Penguin? I don't know penguin. what's happening right now. It's a penguin, not a penguin. But you're saying penguin, and I think you might be correct. I don't. I honestly not hearing anything. Oh, really? <laughs> you're sounding the same? Uh, uh, like I don't. I don't know what's supposed to be. So I'm just gonna. There's definitely things I say weird. I don't really know what's happening right now. <laughs> but literally, to me, it sounds like you're like. I think you're saying penguin, and I'm saying penguin. And I think you're right. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm like, I, that all sounded the same just now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. What's a penguin's uh, favorite music video? Oh god. Wait, say I, that again. I knew this motherfucker was just sitting there thinking of something. <laughs> I could tell by the way he looked off into the distance. I'm like, what is Leon doing right now? <laughs> Can you say that one more time, Leon? What's uh, favorite music video. Oh, fuck that. That's terrible. It's black, it's white, it's foot baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say ice, ice, baby. I mean, th these are all things that can oh, happen. Great answers. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, love it. Like a shot to the brain. What's good? Uh, my what's good is uh, yesterday, my friend Paris. What? Yeah, I can't say yesterday. <laughs> I just, how much do you all drink during this podcast? I just looked at Leon talking to drink. I was like, I don't even realize when you all move on to different drinks. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. <laughs> what's fun? I've had I, I had like a beer and a shot, oh, okay, um, okay, but okay. presumably Leon has to have had multiple drinks with him because he hasn't left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I keep a rotation. I, okay. Do you have a cooler next to you? <laughs> Mini fridge. <I'm> just. <laughs> um, uh, yesterday, my uh, my friend Paris came by with her daughter Helena, and. Uh, basically i have like my front my front storm door i can like lower the top half so you can like 
hear people and it's just like a glass and basically mila and helena who aren't uh helena's a little bit older than mila but not not too old probably close to um uh ox's age mm-hmm. um they just like were like what the fuck like through the glass it was fucking awesome it was easily the best part of my whole week um just like the two of them just like grunting at each other because they like don't really speak yet they just like babble <laughs> it was so cute there it was like it's like ah ah and like Mila's starting to wave pretty consistently and so like kind of waving and like Helena's waving and there, it was just fucking wild it was so fucking cute and it it was like both the like the it was like light at the end of the tunnel just like I'm just hope stuff kind of gets figured out mm-hmm. relatively soon and Mila can fucking play with some some cool kids her age because I got plenty I've got I feel like I got a ton of friends with kids around that age awesome. and it's just like oh, fuck just she I want her to know more than just me, Kelsey, and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my what's good for sure. That's so, right. um, my what's good every month. Uh, I've been I've reconnected with two of my friends from my South Korea days, uh, Tish and Ava, and we are zooming. For like two hours just once a month this was our third time this past tuesday and it's been great these are two black women super That's your smart. minneapolis friend uh no ava's from ava lives up in tacoma and tish is teaching in mexico right now um and it's just been real great to reconnect with them we talk politics we just talk life what's going on and this past tuesday again it was just two hours. It flew by. And it, for me, I was like, oh, my God, this is something special. Like, it was just really great to talk to two Black women about life, our common experiences that we had in South Korea together. And Have just, they written books? <laughs> no. Oh. And just what's, just what's going on. It's been, yeah. I really, I really value this and honestly i don't think it would have happened if covid didn't happen you know Mm. you just kind of are finding people and it's been a really nice surprise and something i didn't realize i needed so yeah spilling the tea once a month uh my end what's good is uh over the weekend you know we always think with the kids, it's about trying to find ways to help them expend energy. And especially when it's rainy and shitty outside, like how do you get them through that stir craziness? Um, so it's not adding to our own stir craziness. Um, and, you know, we got some wood in the garage and sanded, like Bennett and I, like, sanded it then we brought out the table saw cut it cut a few like support pieces and then made like a 10 foot slide on the stairway with the wood and just like Bennett and Lennox were just like taking turns just like sliding down the stairs 
on this thing. Thing that probably if they weren't wearing jeans, they would have gotten splinters in their ass. But just it was like indoor fun that occupied them and tired them out for 30 minutes. And, you know, now I'm thinking about, oh, during the summer, I can put it on the stairs in the back, going down to the backyard and put like a kiddie pool at the bottom. And it was just cool to like do a uh, craft project with Bennett and then have it also benefit both of them in the getting the wiggles out. So just like simple little fun that really brought a smile to my face. Nice. You have a joke? No, man. I <laughs> I think uh, I saw a cat on Wednesday. I went to pick up these rain pants finally that she's just had forever that she got me from REI. And we were talking and I could just tell like you know, she's at her limit with all of this shit. She's very, you know, she's got very social, right? And you could just, I'm not laughing at that, by the way. I just realized I was laughing. But within her frustration of just like the way things are right now, I was like, oh, you know what? I believe I am also at the end of like what I can tolerate. And, and it's just something about listening to the way you were just talking. I was like, oh, I can't do this much longer. Maybe it was you talking about uh, Mila talking with this. I can't do this much longer. Yeah. Like it's it's a year. No. And I can't do this much longer. I don't like I don't like this at all. Every once in a while I'll try to like convince myself that you know what, you're finding lots of opportunities to connect with other, like people who you normally wouldn't and you're making the most of your time like inside and this, that, and the other. No, this is not, this isn't cool. <laughs> it's not cool, man. It <laughs> sucks. Like... The kids will play on the playground across the street and there will be groups of kids, not groups of kids, there will be a bunch of kids on the blacktop all playing separately that normally or what they want to happen and they know it's what they want to happen is they want to be playing together. They're like kids that are a year apart that live in the same neighborhood that all play in the same place that go to the same school yeah. and they're just like separated and it's just fucking weird it's unnatural i i am wondering if those of us who've gotten the shots our vaccine updated whatever if it's a one shot or a two shot deal do we get to re reconfigure our like bubbles? Meaning like if we've had these shots, then when we're around each other in a space, then can we just take off our mask and hang yeah. out? Yeah, if everyone's vaccinated. If everyone's vaccinated, everybody but then still masking when you're is out vaccinated. in public. Uh-huh. 
then right. you are it's like yeah take off your mask because the percentage of transmission is super low risks are su- of catching it super low etc okay uh, the problem is is that if there is someone who is not vaccinated yeah. with the group then it's like yo you still gotta yeah and do your thing yeah 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 uh, so hmm. are you thinking about starting like your own separate like community vaccine club well i mean last us motherfucker it's gonna happen here's who it's I only know a matter who... of time before it's a that's a thing yeah like zadro has gotten her she's updated cat that's all i know kelsey. Just, don't, just don't go posting <laughs> oh kelsey has yeah, she had her uh, second shot on Monday. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so... And you can get it if you go... If you sign up for those... You can get your shots if you're like, oh, they're going to throw it out and you know where to be. And if they're just going to toss it, then I'm all for like figuring that out. I've signed up for to. a thing. I don't know if there's... I don't know exactly how that works. Like, I get it, but also I don't get it. And also, I wonder how many people have to be clued into like the places that are like we're, we've got some that are gonna go to waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I just yeah. need something different. I need uh, it'd be great if you guys actually if everybody had there, but I get it. It's just gonna take a while. You probably won't get yours till. Well, I'm actually so. thinking about it. Like, if we all got our vet, like if the three of us got our double dose got our vaccines and we were all good to go and we wanted to do a show i still wouldn't feel comfortable with doing a show for a public audience no oh yeah no 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 like and then i was like what does that look like to do a show and it's like do you have like a plastic sheet as your fourth wall like on the stage and then to divide you from the audience yeah i don't know that feels i'd feel extra racialized (laughs) it's improv in the box i mean i would feel like in a box yeah or like a zoo animal if that makes sense because we literally have like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No. Anyways, I was just saying, I don't really want to do this much longer. So, like, shit needs to get figured out. Right. Some vaccines popping. Fuck. Because, you know, Emily hasn't had shit. So, I would still, when she's in town, it's still like, you know, she's here. I can't have folks over, even if they have been vaccinated. Oh, Emily hasn't gotten. No, I mean, she's not she? probably till <laughs> July or whenever it just trickles down to everybody. I don't know. Go down to Bend, get some of their extras. I'm actually surprised that she hasn't figured out a way to get it. Maybe I'll lean on her and be like, yeah, do that shit in Bend. Yeah. But Ben definitely will have some extras, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So I'll talk to the goat. See what's up. He'll last 30 seconds before he gets out of hand. Then I have to show him what's up. What the real goat I can't wait. Like. 
this is like a there's no way for this to be a loose situation for me. <laughs> He's getting into acting. You know, he has he has an agent. I don't even have an agent. Dude has an agent. He just showed me his oh, I showed you his shots. Yeah. I showed you one of his headshots. Right? That makes more sense why he has them. <laughs> oh, did I not? Did I not include that? In you're that? just like you're just like here's his, here's a picture. <laughs> it was just oh, like oh, oh, all right. Is that his school picture. He's it's like yo, dude. Fucking. He's yeah. been doing stuff since he was like three months. Where's I he? Mean, it sounds like his parents were putting him up for stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like but he like, was just like grabbed a microphone when he first came out of the womb. He's, he's like, like on the box. He's like on the box of Pampers and shit, man. It's so funny. But I've heard he has, I've heard that he's like got a really good attitude now at that age. I was like, that's awesome, man. You're a kid and you're not scared of like people or being outgoing or talking. Like, absolutely. Wonderful. I should teach him some improv skills. He might teach you some improv skills. Shit. Come on, man. Well, well, yeah, well, my dog has been lighting it up this whole time. Nasty. I got to get her out. God damn. I mean, how do you live with that? Honestly, I don't know. I I don't like it. I I think I'm getting used to it, which isn't good. Her farts have. Are, are are unbelievable. Ugh. Okay, y'all. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. And now it's time to go away, friends. We'll see you next week. Maybe. <laughs> what is that from? What movie? Uh, uh Chocolate Factory. Boom! Boom! You remember that little what? video? You didn't like my humming of that song. I love this. This is not what this <laughs> What if you're just listening to this? You're just listening to the podcast. You got Eric whistling and then silence. <laughs> <laughs> Couple giggles here and there. What were you gonna say, Liam? Oh, I was just thinking about the that little video of the kid dancing on the table when he found out he got Black Panther tickets. Like, the whole classroom got Black Panther <laughs> tickets. Like, hey! Hey! <laughs> yeah. Joy. Oh, man. All right. All right. Peace! Have a good night. Long. Bye! Peace in the Middle East. This has been a Broke Navy production. For updates on podcast releases, live shows, swag, and more, you can subscribe to our newsletter at BrokeGravy.com. You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook. Or, you know, just keep your ear to the streets.
If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Google, Overcast, or just yelling at neighbors and innocent bystanders. They'll get it. We love answering your questions, so if you have one for us, please hit us up at BrokeGravy.com or on Instagram. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bro gravy! Bro gravy! Bro gravy!